0: What's going on? Welcome to Totally Blitz Podcast. We're going to talk UFC fight night Holloway versus Korean zombie at Singapore. And Kev, it's going to be an early one 5 a.m., 5 a.m. prelims, 8 a.m. main card. As always, go down, like, subscribe, drop your picks for this weekend, who you got, what parlays y'all putting together, because you know I'm going to ride them. As always, this is Paul Pickle Winning Concha. I got my drink poured up, and I'll see y'all in the morning.
1: Whoa, Paul, you ain't shit. You made sure to wait to tell me that one. 5 a.m., 8 a.m. On See Saturday. Like, it's so motherfuckers, motherfuckers is lucky I'm addicted to them Friday night fights, which is really Friday morning in America. i be lit. Like, I always forget about it. Every week, every week, I forget about the Friday morning fights until, like, I'm on YouTube. I just get done praying, and then, like, I'm like, dang, I know I'm not going to school today. What should I do? Then I see the fights and I go, let's go! Every time. Like, it's crazy. And it's crazy that I'm explaining it like this and the same thing's going to happen this Friday. Right? So I'm going to be okay. I'm, I'm used to seeing people get fucked up in the morning. And because it's Korean zombie, because we talking Blessed Express, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get up in the morning and I'm going to go handle that. But yeah, if this was... If this was RDA and Vincent Luque, I would have been hot.
0: Not only are you going to wake up for that, bro. I'm telling you right now. We're going to hop right into it because it's the first fight I want to talk about. But I'm waking up for Talia Santos versus Aaron Blanchfield. That's about to be a banger. Bro, this is the two- Two of the most dominant young prospects they've had in the young in the flyweight division by far, and I can't even call them prospects anymore. One's coming off a title fight where I felt like she was robbed, and I was sitting there telling people, "Take Carlos Santos plus eight hundred. This is gonna be this." Is, if you would call me crazy, and was, I'm am still I'm standing on that hill, and I'm not alone. There's other people behind me saying that she got robbed, and then no. Aaron Blansfield that's just been dog walking the competition, including Jessica Andrade few weeks back where Andrada was on her hot hand run after this dog walking competition. She got dog walked.
1: Yeah, Aaron Blanchard started that. I mean, I think the winner of this fight fights Tatiana Suarez. I think that's what that is.
0: I, I would think so, but I would feel like at least with these two, I feel like I wouldn't have to fight again. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, this is number two and number one, like, uh, or oh, two shit. and three. Yeah, This is number two and number three. Valentina's number one, and Grasso's champion. But two and three, and we're fighting each other, and then you're going to tell me oh, i got to fight Suarez next? That's um, this comment, but out. No, you better sit your ass back there. <laughs> <laughs> I am looking ahead, and, like, you can fight my my remain. I mean, loser, I feel I should fight Tatiana Suarez. That would be a good one.
1: Yeah, so what if Aaron Blanchville beats Talia Santos? So then Tatiana Suarez last fight was against Andrade. Andrade. And then she, Aaron Branchfield beats on Talia Santos, then Tatiana's spoilers fight. She's just getting her leftovers. What's next? Shevchenko? Hey.
0: At that point, hey, she should have left.
1: <laughs> but now, nah, I mean, this fight is going to be a banger. I mean, that look, we missed on um, Talia Santos because wasn't she supposed to fight Shevchenko again before Grasso? What was her last fight? No, no, she her last her fight life.
0: was Shevchenko. I don't know why there was another fight, but it wasn't Shevchenko rematch. Yeah.
1: But she pulled out, I remember she pulled out the last second, and it, maybe it was against Tatiana Suarez, but um, it was somebody and she pulled out, and it was because of an injury. And we're, everybody was upset about it because we thought out she was gonna dog walk that person and go straight to the um, title fight next. But... Who you got at this one? Because Aaron Blanchfield is a monster, but Tatiana Santos, Ta- Talia Santos
0: is so strong, so big. Big, strong. And they both like wrestling, wrestling ass motherfucker. BJ and, yeah, and they got power in their shots. Because you remember, that's what hurt Andrade was she was getting tagged on the feet. Like Blanchfield was da, 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 using her reach, tagging her. Whereas Talia Santos, I don't think has better stand up. I think Blanchfield wins the stand up department, but Santos' hands are heavier. Where if she does land, it could be a game changer just because how big she is. I want to know who wins the mat competition because these are both very good BJJ fighters. And it will hit the mat. Is Talia Santos being stronger and just being able to, like, will her onto the ground? Or does Blanchfield really showcase? Because she's coming off two back-to-back submissions over Jessica Andrada, who is a dog. <laughs> yeah, and then Molly Meatball, which, you know how I feel. <laughs> And but I mean, 11 and 1, her one loss is on Invicta FC against Tracy Cortez, Brian Ortega's ex. Not a bad why,
1: why would you refer to her as Brian Ortega's ex? My future ex,
0: <laughs> yeah, cat future ex Ortega's ex. But 24 years old, dog Tala Santos, who is newer to the UFC, but she is 30, she's a little older. But outside, like she Joanne Wood submitted her gillian robertson red-haired demon um enamored decision her only loss was a split decision outside of that in the uf her ufc one was a split decision to borella where a lot of people thought she won so no fault on that loss in my opinion so those are her two losses to blanchfield's one like it doesn't get better than this in the the women's division in my opinion without a belt on the line and i'm i'm gonna rock with blanchfield just because she's She's six foot four. or oh, no mind. No mind. She's five foot. I'm mean, But her she has insane. Yeah, her reach for five foot four, she has the same reach as Santos, who's a little taller than her. And we saw her this Andrada and her, we saw I feel Andrada strikes like Santos. Where it's not disciplined, it's more of I got fucking power. And if Blansfield can just repeat what she did to her, to, to Santos. And then we start seeing Santos – I would need to see Santos be dominant on the ground for me to read, like, oh, shit, I'm wrong. And I think Blanchfield is good, really good on the ground, where I don't think Santos will be dominant. I think she may. I don't know who wins this, but whoever wins, I don't think they dominate on the ground. So I'm going to lean Blanchfield because I think on the striking department, she's going to be able to piece her up and not get hit with that heavy strike. She just did that against Andrada. She made Andrada look foolish when they were striking with each other.
1: Yeah, I respect that. I mean, this being a three round fight and Talia Santos coming off of a five off coming off an injury, hasn't fought since that five round fight with Valentina Shevchenko. I got I'm also leaning Blanchfield, but I also just feel like Blanchfield just has it all right now. I think this is Blanchfield's fight to lose. I think she's hot. I think she's looking. She she has tunnel vision, and she wants to see a championship. You feel me? So, I I really really see Blanchfield doing something crazy in this fight, and maybe seeing Grasso versus Blanchfield next year in Mexico.
0: That'd be nice. That's the fight I think will be made. That's why I'm leaning Blanchfield. This thing hurt. She's like you said. She's in her run. We're watching her level up. Get better and just completely continue to make the comp opposition look terrible.
1: Facts.
0: Next fight Japanese biggest secret to last year when he made his debut in the UFC. Rania Nakamura, Nakamura 7 and 0, 28 years old, and already looks like the legit demon that they sold him as. Mine is 800 favorite, which is the biggest favorite in long time on his UFC picks. Versus Bernie Garcia, who got a win on Contender Series over Joshua Weems, KO. Then he lost to um, Journey Newsome. It was, isn't a bad loss, another one of the younger, newer fighters in UFC that's been kind of winning and losing here and there. And then he lost to Brady That in his last fight. I, uh, I can't remember what card this is. I'm going to look it up now. But that fight, he was winning two and a half rounds in my opinion before hidestat hurt him really bad didn't get the finish but then going into the scorecards he lost the decision to Heidstat. even though i felt like he was winning the first two rounds looking good, some judges thought he won two rounds other like law, the judges thought he won two rounds even though i thought Fernie definitely won two but i think the knockdown late in the fight definitely hurt helped Heidstat. so yeah he's two a one and two in his ufc career and he's going up against Nakamura, who's minus 800 favorite. We don't have to sit here for a long time to think who's going to win. I just want to see how Nakamura wins. Because Japan, he has all these submission wins and knockouts. He comes in the UFC, gets a first-round knockout win, and does it in a devastating fashion. Does he do it again? Do we see another early? I th- I'm going to say it now. I'm betting first-round first round finish Nakamura. That's because the, the, I think he is legit.
1: No, Deadass, man. I mean, I'm just looking forward to learning more and more about my boy Nakamura. You no, know I love Japan. You know, I'm, anyways, a monster out there. So they got some hidden killers out there. So I definitely want to see more and more about Bro.
0: And then we get to see Giga's return Giga Chikadatsi versus Alex Asares, UFC vet. Does it all, submits, gets submitted, stands up, throws the head kicks. Kind of fun. He got the afro. But we haven't seen Giga since january of 2022 it's a year and a half since giga's last fight where he got obliterated by calvin cater absolutely dog walked by calvin cater so kev i know you're a big believer on you don't get better at things you don't do do you i mean giga's the favorite here does he does he not look good does he like how does this play out for you because i mean casares is kind of old 35 but he's old in mma terms he's been here since 2011 but he is four and one in his last five. And he's a and he is a plus one eighty underdog to Giga's minus two thirty. Giga's getting the love here, even though he hasn't fought since January of twenty twenty two, where he got absolutely destroyed. So I, it's kinda hard to know what, what we're getting here.
1: I mean, I think it's the best to see what Heart Giga has right now. Does he go in this fight and get obliterated? Does he go in this fight and keep it close? Does he go in this fight and win? I think that's where that comes in because he's Giga gets the respect that he does. A lot of people fuck with him, great fan base and everything. But last time we seen him, it wasn't too good a fight. So that's why I might have to holler at bro. I might have to pick, I might have to choose. What's his name? Alex Casares. Yeah, I might have to get my dog Casares because he's 4 on 1. He's a little hot right now. Has he been fighting cans?
0: I wouldn't say cans, but there's people around his level, like outside the top fifteen. you know those those uh Sung Dong Choi, Kevin Croom, Julian Arosa, Daniel Pineda. Uh, his one loss was to Sodiq Yusuf, who be on Twitter twenty four seven. I fuck with Sodic Yusuf heavy.
1: Oh yeah, so I mean, Brad looks like he's moving on up, and like I said, like you said. I'm a firm believer. You don't really get better at the things you don't do. There are a lot. There have been a lot of
0: exceptions to this rule.
1: Maybe they were just always that damn good. But yeah, I got Casares on this one. All
0: right. I think I'm gonna get. I'm gonna take Giga, and I think, I think we're gonna see back to back KOs here. I see Giga getting a knockout, probably via a body kick, liver kick in particular, and. I think Renya Nakamura, that would be my parlay. I don't have the odds in front of me, but I know you'll get plus odds on getting Giga plus Renya KO. Right. Then our next fight, we got Anthony Smith versus Ryan Span in a 50-50 pick-em, minus 110 on both sides. Anthony Smith, we, he didn't look good in his last fight, <laughs> and he's going up against Ryan Span, who got submitted by Nikolai Kreloff in a makeshift main event fight in the first round, but Prior to that, he knocked out Dominique Gray as in the first round. He submitted Eon Coptalepa in the first round. Oh, and actually, fun fact: this is a rematch from 2021 where Anthony Smith submitted Ryan Span in the first round. Oh
1: wow! Hold on.
0: Yeah. So does Anthony Smith got the juice to do it twice? He did. He did lose to Johnny Walker pretty bad, and then. Mega Man and Kalai. If he got injured in like the end of the first round, second round finish. So, outside of that, his last fight before that was his submission win over Ryan Span. So, does he get back onto the hot the the horse? Does he get back on it? Or is he does Ryan Span got something for that now?
1: Oh, well, I said Ryan Span. It's in it. That's a camp thing. Like, because one thing about Anthony Smith, his mental is very 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 important. A lot. Everybody's mental is important, but Anthony Smith. Needs to make sure that he's right mentally in the right places before he starts picks up fights. That's enough. That's something that's happened in his career, and we love to see when he's at his high. When he has, when he's at a high point in his, when he's at a high point because he he fights phenomenally. He has a great chin. He's able to make things happen. So, oh no, man. Uh, oh, tell me more. Tell me more about this fight before I make a pick.
0: I mean ryan span power behind them they're 31 to anthony smith's 35 they're both relative in the same age as ryan span's got power to him ryan span's got the bjj background even though anthony smith swiss army knife he submitted ryan span he can kind of do it all kind of two bad showings you paid on the mental aspect which i think will is kind of big because we saw in the johnny walker fight like the whole him yelling at walker like you came from my family like I was like, still, like, what the fuck were you talking about at that moment? Like, we still don't know what's going on with you over there. So, it's kind of hard, like, some side of me wants to say, hey, Anthony Smith, if you're not a top-tier guy, he's gonna beat you. He kind of is the gatekeeper. He's, like, he is good enough to beat anyone who sh- he, that he should beat. But also, you also want to lean, maybe, Ryan Spann is maybe hungrier. He's not in the booth half the time anymore. Like, like how uh, Anthony Smith is. And, he even though he is coming off a loss he has looked better in his last couple outings than what anthony smith has looked so it is hard to you can make a case for either side right now it's kind of like who do you think is going to come in and have the get better game plan and be more sharp fight day
1: that's real man that's actually fact so this is a team effort but I want to take Anthony Smith. I don't know if it's because I like Anthony Smith. Is it because I do like his skill set? Or is he just a better fighter? But something just, every time I think about taking Anthony Smith, I see Ryan Spann just getting a random KO. I mean, like, the punch you didn't see coming type KO and knocking your dog out clean. So I'm so torn for this fight.
0: So the odds have shifted before my eyes and this while we're recording as of now. Anthony Smith is a plus one hundred and ten underdog to Ryan Span's minus one thirty. Ever so slightly small move, but because of that move, I think I'm gonna take Anthony Smith as an underdog, even if it's a very small puppy dog. Oh.
1: Yeah, man. I mean, Anthony Smith can be trusted. Hopefully, he's got his mind right. He's he's had a nice fight camp, and but Ryan Span has that just one hit quitter power, to so like. I hope you's coming ready for that. He's beat him in the past. Can you do it again?
0: You don't tattoo the Superman S on your chest unless you've got the power behind them hands. So I always Not
1: that the facts. Not that's our,
0: facts. Our main event, which is the moment this fight got announced, I was... You know that meme from Breaking Bad where Walter White is in the back of the car and is screaming, No! <gasps> that was me whenever this fight got announced because... There is no fucking chance that I wanted the Korean zombie to fight Max Holloway after that Volkanovsky performance. And that's just me looking out for his personal well-being. I love the Korean zombie. But to go from Volkanovsky, where everyone was kind of begging for that fight to be stopped at a certain point, even her Dean, like, hey, are you good? Like, He literally asked him, like, are you good? Like, He's like, yeah, let's do this. He's like, all right, get it on, Like, fuck it. Um, and then Max Holloway off his last fight, or the next great thing in Arnold Allen, where anyone outside of Max from Bourbon and Bud MMA, everyone thought Max Holloway got the dub against Arnold Allen. So,
1: yeah,
0: and it was a pretty, pretty good outing, in my opinion. Another great outing. Like both of these guys' last losses, Volkanovsky, both of them against Volkanovsky looked pretty bad. Max Holloway. Absolutely, dog walked him to the point. I mean, I, don't, I mean, Volkanovski dog walked Max Holloway to the point where we're we're not even asking for a rematch anymore. So how do you? I mean, other than the fact that it is a minus seven hundred and fifty favorite, Max Holloway. Wow. Another. These are two of the biggest odds I've seen in the last six months of the UFC pickums, and I think they're warranted. I believe this is a minus 750, and it could be bigger. Like, it could be minus minus a 1,000, and I would still say I think that's accurate.
1: That's crazy. That's actually insane. Well, rest in peace, I guess, to summarize what Paul just said, rest in peace early to the Koreans. Um, I mean, I just think he's just dying how he's living. He's always going to come forward. He's always going to come at you. This ain't He's the mad person
0: mad. to do that with. Though. Like, it's not even <laughs> the fact that you get knocked out. It's worse because Max I, I, Max Holloway may set a career record this fight.
1: Yeah, that's what I'm coming to this fight for is to watch the record. Because <laughs> doesn't, live, without a doubt, Matt Holloway about to do something special tonight. Front of UFC single? Oh, yeah. You're going to do something special.
0: He better get the fuck <laughs> out of there after this dub. Because Yakuza... I mean you killed our man, we're gonna have to kill you. Like it's only fair at this point.
1: And you know them boys believe in um getting over and not getting even so motherfucking they might take out two or three of y'all people.
0: Yeah, like Dan and White better have the connections ready. And I'm just gonna that um like Max Holloway, he gets this win. What does it do for him? I understand that the Korean zombie, it's a good it's a good fight for like fans, like even like now, no. But like name wise, it's gonna do a decent. But like this doesn't move you closer to a title shot, at all, in my opinion, at all. Like they're like does this really campaign you into the, the getting you that rematch? So I don't know what this serves to do, other than we're gonna watch him only because you know he like has the record for most significant strikes in history, and it like laps the field. He he's gonna just like over a
1: thousand. Yeah, he's
0: gonna like lap the field again, like this after this fight.
1: You're gonna get caught slipping You're
0: gonna be trying to get motherfucking get um making it through. That's crazy. But I'm saying it's to come to third and fourth, like third round after, Max Holloway's gonna come off the gas pedal. Cause he's because the amount of damage that he's already did, we're similar to how Volkanovski did. We're gonna see the same thing where he's just like choosing not to throw more shots and kind of like not like you know, he just cools off. Who do you think is going to announce this fight? Bruce Buffer. I'm I'm hoping. These are legends. No,
1: commentators. Like, who are going to be the announcer?
0: Oh. Probably it's Singapore. So, I know Joe Rogan. He doesn't do international events. So, it's not him. I would say probably DC and Bis- uh Maybe. Does DC and Bisping go together sometimes?
1: Sometimes. But, yeah, yeah I, think I
0: think it might be DC Bisping, if not Bisping and uh, other dude. Um, and it, or Felder. Felder, yeah, Bisping and Felder.
1: Yeah, I think it might be um uh, Bisping and Felder for this one. I might go you. I don't think um DC's taking a trip to Singapore, but DC fucks with Max Holloway, so DC might go to Singapore.
0: Yeah, these are legends. But also, I, I could I don't know because somebody's vets that fuck with like Korean Zombie heavy, they might not want to watch this fight. You know what I'm saying?
1: Yeah.
0: They might not want to commentate. Like, they're not going to say it out loud, but personally, they're going to be like, I can't, like, I know what's going to happen, and I don't want to be bearing responsible having to commentate what's going to go on to my homie.
1: Deadass. But yeah, this fight's going to be a good one. It's going to be a good one to think back. Like, damn, I really wish that. But imagine if Korean Zombie would have been moving forward and it just. I just want to see him being active. I want to see him doing something, not taking shit to lunch. Cause we know Max has a chin, so there's gonna be that banger of a slob and Oscar fight with Max coming soon. Like I just don't know who's who's gonna be his dance partner, but Korean Zombie's gonna be. This gonna be the warm up. It's gonna be a good fight. though. It's gonna be fun to watch.
0: We'll probably get hopefully maybe the Yair rematch, even though he beat Yair. This is just the, the 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 road you have to travel if you want to get the belt again.
1: I'd say just go up personally and go see what damage you can do over there before you retire.
0: That's not a bad idea. But, but also, gonna... Dustin Poirier, when he was at – Dustin Poirier dusted him when it was champ versus champ type shit. Uh, So I I doubt he moves up to lightweight. He doesn't get another big hitter. Can you imagine if, like, Justin Gaethje landed a shot on him? Ouch. If Dustin Poirier was having him hurt real bad? In fact. And then Rafael Vasive is no slouch. Like 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 there's a RDA, like um, like there's a few other hitters, don't get me wrong. But I don't know. I think he stays at featherweight. That's just his weight class, I think, at this point. But I mean, it's gonna be a decent card. I'll be up, especially for Talas Santos versus Blanchfield. I think that should have been co main event status, no disrespect to Smith and Span. But like just the best fight on card, I think, is them. But I'm also going to be paying attention to Renya Nakamura and Max Holloway, two of the biggest favorites I've seen in a little while. Are they going to actually come through and be be as good as their favorite show?
1: Facts, 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 facts. But now I'm looking forward to this one. The Chinese crowd's always interesting because they don't really like to, like, get crazy loud. They kind of show respect for the fights and stuff and type and focus. So it's going to be a good one, man. But I'm fucking with it. UFC, Singapore. This is their second time in a while going to Singapore, I think, because they went last year, and that was their first time in a while, if yeah. not first time ever. So, yeah, let's see how this turns out. And one thing I forgot to bring up there in the zone. um, no, no, I'm chipping, I'm chipping, I'm chipping, I'm chipping, chipping. I'm going to catch y'all on the next one.
0: All right, boys. Well, Also, stay tuned. We got Uzik Dubois picks this week. It came out the same day, so go watch that episode right after this one if you haven't already. Go check the football stuff. We're back, baby. And what's up, Kev? Before we head out, you got anything left oh, to
1: say? That's what I meant to say. I, I have to put my words together, you feel me? So, the next fight in China, well, imagine the next, this car being a banger and the next fight being in China would be Zhang Wei Li versus Yang Yang Chupin. I forgot how to say her name. That would be pretty fire.
0: That would be, yeah. And then you, you still got my boy, Lee, uh Lee Jae Wang or Li Jane Li. Yes. That's my dog. And then Renya Nakamura. Pay attention to him on this card. Because if he does something very spectacular, we'll see him on that fucking next card. But as always, go down, like, subscribe, comment your picks, comment your bets. We do be listening. We're here for that. As always, this has been Totally Blitz Podcast. I'm Paul Pickin' Winam concha I'm joined with Street Fight Enthusiast Kevin Savoy. And if y'all didn't know, well, now y'all know motherfuckers.